0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of MGR Unplugged. This is Manuel Guil and today I interview Kayla Wilson. She's a good friend and a young woman going through a number of struggles and life challenges that a lot of people go through these days, especially young people. She tells me her own story, what her life is like, and where she would like to be in the years to come. Please take a listen. All right, I'm here with Kayla. Kayla, uh, welcome and thank you for uh, joining me. How are you doing?
1: Good, thank you for having me.
0: All right. Hey, listen, I, uh, I've known you for, um, when did I first meet you? It was about three years ago or so. Were you
1: still in high school? At Starbucks, yeah, I was working at Starbucks.
0: Yeah, you were working at Starbucks, I remember that. But uh, were you still at school? or No, you I actually
1: already... just got out of high school.
0: Okay, so that was just after high school and uh, you were working at Starbucks in a local one that I used to go there. Every day after hours, uh, get a little uh, extra couple of hours of uh, work for me, and you were there, and then you were nice enough to remember what I usually have for a drink and uh, have it ready for me by the time I walked in, which was very nice. So since then, we've been uh, kind of seeing each other right now and then, just talking, having meetings, and discussing work and life and everything, and it's pretty, pretty nice. I'm, um, I, I'm definitely, um, I was looking forward to having you on the show. I've discussed some much stuff. I actually, believe it or not, I learned from you. You don't know that but i've learned from you i learn from everybody <clears throat> i'm an open book and i'm not i don't have any <clears throat> excuse me regrets i saying you know I, I i learned from 23 years old i learned from people that are 50 whatever i mean there's always like little nuggets that you get from people that actually er, you, you learn you know so so i really appreciate you know the the fact that you're here and i consider you um a very interesting uh, woman now um as far as things that you do that you're trying your mentality and everything else to to be able to share it with whoever is listening to this, you know so r- thank you for coming really and um, <clears throat> let's have some fun let's have a little conversation so just for people that don't know much about you, could you give me a little brief summary of uh yourself I know I know you feel a little bit uh, uneasy about your past and anything just just whatever you feel comfortable sharing with us about your upbringing where you were grew up, your family you know whatever you want to share with people
1: okay so to start with, I was born in Delaware, but I was I was raised in uh, in Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland. So I did have a difficult upbringing. Um, I had a single mom, really, because my dad was never there. She did. She obviously tried her hardest to, you know, do as she could best she could when she had us at nineteen. So uh, I I just appreciate everything she's done for me. My dad, he's just. Uh, He's a character <laughs> within a character. Itself. Okay, yeah, that's
0: good. I like that.
1: Uh, do you have any specific questions for me, Manuel?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have many specific questions. So, so your dad—he uh, doesn't live in in the in here, right? In Phoenix.
1: No, he lives in Maryland.
0: Okay. Uh, do you, um, you are you in touch with
1: him? He, he, every now and then. Every can, now and oh, then. He'll call me every now and then. I don't have his phone number, though. No.
0: Okay, so you guys are basically, you, you live with your mom right now? Correct. Okay, and then siblings? I know you're a twin sister, so you have a, obviously a, a sister.
1: Right, yeah, we're completely opposite. And she's uh she's the girly type. I'm more of the the tomboy, uh, dressed like a boy okay. sort of thing.
0: Okay, Any, and you have a little brother too?
1: I do, yep, he's 19.
0: 19, oh, she's not so little anymore. He's, no. Uh, he's a big boy now. <laughs> Okay, so he's already, um, like what is he doing? He's finished high
1: school or? He's in college now. at. Oh, he's at in college. Sc- yeah, at Scottsdale. Playing okay. soccer for them.
0: Okay, good. Good for him. Yeah, I remember you told me a while ago that he was in, in high school or something. So, yeah, oh, well, time flies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. You guys, um, how do you guys get along between your sister, your brother, and family and everything else, your mom? How's the uh, family relationship uh, these we, days?
1: We tell, every, we tell each other everything. I mean, our family is really close. I'd say, obviously, there's those few family fights. You know, me and my sister don't get along that well, but
0: family fights. Otherwise, it would be a boring family. But
1: hey, other than that, (laughs) we've got a pretty solid family. We, I mean, okay. So, so
0: the three of you—your brother, your sister, and you—and your mom are in the same household together now. Right. Okay. All right. Beautiful. So, um, what are you doing these days? I know you—you used to work at Starbucks, and then you moved. Um, I lost track. I think you went to uh, what was that after the dish network? No. Well,
1: first I tried the military. I tried boot camp, oh, I forgot and about then that. I yeah, 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 started yeah. working at Starbucks. And okay. Then so s- hold on, yeah. hold on,
0: hold on. Let's go to the military first. So, what did you try in the military, and and why? Why did you like? I mean, the military is a lot of discipline. I tell you that because I come from about three, four generations of military people. Uh, my father is was in the air force. He just passed away about three four, three months ago. But, uh, yeah, he was an Air Force uh, person. His father was in the Army. His grandfather was in the Army. So I know he's extremely disciplined. So what attracted you to uh, the military?
1: Really to find a purpose. I was working one day at Safeway uh, in the produce section, and I saw a Marine come in, and just the way he approached me, I had to go shake his hand. I had to introduce myself, and it just started from there.
0: I, so that was when you were what, like nineteen or? Yes. Wow, that's that's commitment. So how did it go? What happened?
1: I started the poly program where you. It's it's kind of just like a little program right before you head off to boot camp where they try and get your mentality right before you head there. Um, and and in that and in that group, I, you know, it's it's kind of something where you build like a, like a brotherhood or however you want to call it there is really where I, I felt like I had purpose mm-hmm. and I wanted to go to be a legal admin, something I really wanted to pursue because I, I liked arguing and I wanted to be a, a paralegal and then pursue to be a, a lawyer.
0: Okay. So, um, how did it go? How long were you there? Obviously you're not there anymore. So, uh, there's a little story behind that.
1: Yeah. So it didn't really rule in my favor. I kind of ended up screwing myself over. I, I ended up, leaving probably at a time i shouldn't have and i i ended up uh having to leave boot camp a little bit sooner than i expected i wish i could have stayed but unfortunately it wasn't my favorite
0: okay so did you did you miss it when you left it or i did very you much did? okay all right uh and then after that you went to work uh, you obviously had to make some money and you found a job at starbucks that's what you did right okay did you like it there
1: it was all right. It was, I mean, it was very fast paced. The, the manager was kind of a nut, cr- <laughs> a <laughs> nutcase. So. Uh, I remember
0: the manager. I still see her every now and then. She's <laughs> okay. She's a manager, you know. She manages like three, four stores in the area, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it, it got me to realize. But it gave you some discipline.
0: It gave you some yeah. kind of workplace, um, you know, um, habits.
1: Yeah, and it got me to realize some people are going to be entitled, and you have to just deal with those entitled people.
0: <laughs> well, if anything, you know, the, the the good thing with those types of jobs when you're in a fast food place or a coffee shop or whatever, you get to meet a lot of people mm-hmm. that come and go, and, and you see people's attitudes. So some people feel like entitled. Some people feel like, uh, you know, like you're supposed to know everything they want and their coffees and their so. I mean, Starbucks is a particular place where, you know, I mean, I have my own opinions, right. but it's <laughs> like people think that, coffee is the most important thing in their lives or something, and you screw up their order. It's like, oh, my God, my coffee is with whole milk. I told you I wanted a latte with skim milk. You ruined my life. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, get a life. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, I got a perspective there, you know. It was like, all right, so then after that, what did you go after that? It was... uh, I went to Dish Network. Dish Network, and that was just pure customer service type uh, call center or something?
1: Yeah, that was the first call center I'd ever worked at, so... um it was just getting my foot in the door i was there for a little over a year and then i pursued to a dhl an international shipping company which is where i am now been there for about 9 months
0: so what do you do now at dhl is it customer service too or
1: yes but i'm trying to get out of the position the you know the frontline position that i'm in and i'm there's a i am theres I guess a supervisor position open that i'm trying to get so
0: okay um do you like it there? I mean, those are just jobs, basically. You just I mean—I know that you're trying to do something different, but in the meantime, you need to get something to pay your bills. Uh, is that a good definition of what you're doing now?
1: It's not what I want to do now. Right. It's not something I see myself doing, of like course. Ba-
0: basically, people work for companies with the goal of moving up and eventually getting a nice you know, uh, managerial position or directorial position in a, in a company and grow with the company. <clears throat> or they just go to a company whatever it is just to get a job, pay the bills and then while they find their own gig or their own start their own business or, or do something that is different, you know.
1: Right, so I'd rather be my own boss. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: we're going to get to that in a little bit. Okay, that's good. Um all right, so let's go back and go back a little bit in time and um when you were in, in school you you went to school here in Arizona right when did you um when did you come here second grade second grade okay and then you were always in this area with these local schools or
1: yeah we pretty much stayed in in Awatuki for the most part we moved to Maricopa for a bit but we always stayed at TV because that was a, the best school for us
0: okay do you like um school like when you were um, uh, elementary middle school stuff were you a good student
1: I was a little bit rebellious, I guess oh, Well, you could I can, say. I
0: can see that. But that's good. That's That could be an asset, depending on how you use your uh, rebellious attitude, you know?
1: So, a good student, uh, I mean, not really.
0: Um, I could have f- been better. Okay, as far as grades, is that what you mean?
1: I could have done better if I tried, okay. yeah.
0: But you didn't do because you just basically didn't care, or right. you just had too much fun on the side, or both, or...
1: Yeah, it just didn't care. I know you're I mean, smart, I,
0: so you don't do well, it's because probably you just didn't care.
1: I just, yeah, I mean, I would end up ditching school in the mornings. and. Okay,
0: all right. Um, and I know um, you're also um, a gay woman, and um, you, um, I, I wanted to, I, I know the story, because you and I obviously have talked about it, but um, I wanted you to kind of relate to me or to the to, the, uh, to the listeners. When did you first realize that, um, that, that, um, Uh, you were gay basically and the thing is i don't even know if that Mm -hmm. was something that you knew or not because you were pretty young i think
1: yeah so actually i feel like i've known pretty much my whole life because in fifth grade i really started noticing i i liked girls but before that i started dressing in my brother's clothes we had hand-me-downs and some of them didn't fit him and i started wearing those clothes to school like in second third grade every i would probably wear the i would probably wear the same outfit three times a week and my mom started noticing and she kept trying to you know get me to wear different clothes Mm -hmm. buying me different clothes and then she realized i wouldn't accept any of the new clothing that she was trying to buy me and uh eventually i just got out of it she i remember there's this one t-shirt that i actually still have it's (laughs) it's black and it's got a white skull on it with pink writing on it Mm -hmm. but my mom i i begged and begged in the store for her to get it for me and she said no and then she realized how upset i was that she wouldn't let me get it and then she let me get it and i ran back all the way around the store grabbed the t-shirt and that's cool yeah
0: awesome so so that was on like fifth grade is when you uh obviously start at an age where you start kind of all the other girls and Mm -hmm. everything start looking at boys and stuff and you realize "Hmm, i'm i'm not did you feel different i mean at that age, do you know about um, you know being gay or not being gay or, or or I mean I'm not sure when I learned myself mm-hmm. about gay versus straight. I mean it's like you know I I think I learned it I don't know when I was a teenager or something. But I'm not sure if if I I don't remember when I was in in high school myself, mm-hmm. which is obviously a long time ago. If if I ever had a kid in my or a person in my class that basically was gay or not or said anything so was it strange for you or did you feel fine
1: no the only strange part for me i would say is when the kids at school found out okay just because being accepted wasn't really something i i could i could grasp i didn't realize mm-hmm. that people wouldn't like me because of you well, know they didn't like you uh, that was they, w- no so i mean i guess i could you could say i got uh, teased as oh, a really okay. yeah as a child in middle school
0: Okay. Yeah, that sucks. Uh yeah. I um, I would imagine that at this day and age, I mean, people just, just know that is is perfectly fine. You know, there's nothing uh, wrong with it. So, but when you when you told your um, your parents or your your mom in this case, um, or your family, I mean, your brother, sister, whatever, what was the uh, any reaction or you we kind of figured we knew it. I mean, was it matter of fact or how was it?
1: So I actually wish it would have you know went about a different way, but. I mean you can't really you can't really change things. My sister ended up telling my mom because she found out I was getting bullied in schools and uh my sister came to my mom, told her about it, and I just walked in the room and my mom was crying. So I guess my first reaction was a little bit uneasy, but obviously now now that I'm older, me and mm-hmm. her way more close and she understands more of it now.
0: Okay. Well that's good. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh yeah, I mean that's that's kind of um and that's one thing obviously i'm a whole different generation from you and and uh, i i just think there's so much more um openness these days about everything that i think is the way it should have been but you almost think that we're not there yet for some things but it almost looks weird to me like why weren't like this so many years ago you know why is such a big fuss when some person says i'm gay okay I'm, i don't care well, you are to me you know I don't care whatever orientation or this other person or whatever so um it's kind of interesting how you know people are kind of labeled this way or that way or whatever you know I don't know if that affects you or not but um um times I, are
1: changing though I mean this yeah. day and age I feel like people are a lot more open to the idea
0: exactly exactly and and, and, and it kind of makes you feel like why wasn't this way all the way back mm-hmm. you know it's like lack of knowledge or it was taboo or something like you hear these terms coming out of the closet this and that is like why well, didn't come out of the fucking class that i'm always the same person you mm-hmm. know just mm, that's it okay all right so um so that's um that's good um so today what is a um typical day in the life of kayla i mean a typical work day or normal day or weekend or whatever i mean i'm assuming you get up early go to work i mean just give me a little bit of uh, your normal routine
1: Yeah, so I usually work the typical nine to five. Um, It's actually nine to five (laughs) thirty. I wake up about I try to wake up about two hours early, give myself a little bit time to relax and wind down before I have to go to work. Uh, I usually don't eat breakfast. I'm not a morning person who eats breakfast. I'll eat a late lunch. I'd say about 10, 11. So I'll try and get my it's like a kale shake. It's got, a, it's got yogurt in it. It's got a bunch of greens in it. I try and get that in at least three times a week. And then I'll, uh, I guess I'll come, I'll do a bit of overtime. I'll come home, wind down, smoke a bowl. <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> Relax okay. a bit. That's yeah.
0: That, that relaxes you? Is that yeah. what you do? Yeah. Okay. At home or somewhere
1: else? At home.
0: Okay, that's good. Um, do you uh, work out? Do you anything exercise wise? Well? Oh, yeah, like I, I, I remember back in out. the day, you used to do a lot of um, skateboarding stuff.
1: Oh yeah, I still do that from time yeah, to time. Yeah, ever broke a bone. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. A lot of scars though. Okay. Knock on. You're gonna have me knock on wood here. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But do you do any um any other sports, biking or anything, hiking? Do you like any other stuff outdoors or?
1: Yeah, I like hiking. hiking basketball. I have a lot of nice trails here. Basketball is fun when it's not hot out. Yeah, basketball is fun. In the gym inside, yeah. That's of cool.
0: course. All right, good. Um, so I know you and I get together now and then talking about motivation and other stuff and what 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 kind of motivates you these days um what where do you find uh, when you have a routine day nine to five jobs and this um it's kind of hard You know, sometimes you feel like you just go through the motions um and then you know days go by but you have this internal motivation so what what do you think motivates you these days something that kind of gives you a little extra enthusiasm and um juice in life basically
1: to make it so that my mom doesn't have to work anymore i guess that's what really keeps me going that's what's i guess kept me going as a child i've always i've seen her you know struggle working two jobs even now three jobs so i just want to make it so she doesn't have to struggle anymore that's what
0: okay and how do you motivate yourself um aside from what motivates you in that sense how do you motivate yourself do you have any kind of mantra or anything that you say that you talk to yourself I talk to myself all the time when I'm working out I mean not out loud but you know mentally stuff I'm having like conversations in my mind about things that I want to do things that I want to say things that I want to achieve or something I'm constantly you know if I'm not listening to podcasts or whatever I'm I'm always kind of uh I have a lot of self-motivation speeches that I give to myself you know so do you do you have any type of motivation technique to uh to get you energized when you when you need it
1: I guess I don't. Now that I really think about it, I don't.
0: Okay. Is there anything that uh, uh, wa- lifts your spirits, like maybe music, maybe some kind of movies or doing something, hanging out with friends, anything like that? Yeah, hanging know, out that, with friends.
1: That, I mean, yeah, that's that's going to be the obvious one, hanging out with friends, going out.
0: Okay. Um, what, what kind of... Uh, if I ask you for, or if I say which person... Or individuals, or anything uh, mo- uh, you admire the most. Obviously, you probably admire your mom, mm-hmm. but aside from family members, like, you know, it could be an acquaintance, it could be your boss, it could be a person you met, or whatever. What kind of person you admire, say, okay, I, I feel like this person. Is, is an accomplished person. You know, I, I basically admire this person. It's a good example.
1: Yeah, actually there is one person that comes to mind. My boss, uh, Shane Rudder, she's very positive. She's always found a way to keep me positive even when I'm at my lowest. And I, I could just come to her even though she's my boss, I could come to her with any issue like outside of work and she'll be there for me.
0: If this is your current boss? It is, At yeah. DHL? It is. Okay, good. So, so, um, so is she? does she know about your ambitions to do something else? And she's trying to help you move to from one department to another or just help you basically get a little more of your life?
1: Right, yes, she is. She's trying to get me off of her team.
0: Okay, awesome, awesome. That's good, that's good. So going back to, to um, your career right now or your job, I know that you always kind of want, you just said that you want to be your own boss and uh, you want to eventually start your own business of some of some sort. And we kind of, we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, how do you juggle the fact that you obviously have a job, you need to make money, you need to pay bills, and then you come home and you're tired with your ambition to become an entrepreneur or, or do something that is beyond a eight to five type job?
1: I struggle with the mindset. I don't know how I'm supposed to have a, I guess, a startup working in nine. I, I, it would be hard to do both at the same time. I guess you could say.
0: Well, it is hard. I mean, most of the people that um, start their own business or their own startup, like you said, um, they they have a job because they have to pay their bills like everybody else. And then they start uh, dedicating some time in the evenings mm-hmm. or weekends to their business until it starts getting some traction and they start feeling if it's gonna work. And that, it's not like you're gonna start a business and it works right the first time. I mean, you're gonna go through different attempts not failures but attempts of different business and variations and then but you always have to do that for hours because you cannot quit your job your job is basically paying the bills but you use your job as the financial security but then you use your extra time to to start your own business or try something different and then once that business or side little gig that you have starts getting some traction enough that you can feel the future when you get to a point when you say if i have more time this side gig, this business that I'm starting now will be much more profitable. And the limitation is not money or anything or, or, or anything. It's just basically time. Then is when you start thinking, this may be the time that I need to think about quitting my job or putting myself as a part-time transition saying, hey, I can only be part-time and then dedicate more time to the business. To your business and then eventually you quit your business altogether or your your job altogether and dedicate full time to your business so there's a transition there but uh, to me the uh, the apex is when you see that at that point the limitation for your side business growth is more time limitation that you just wish you have more time to basically advertise more or promote it more or be able to fulfill orders, whatever it is. Basically time is the limit and then you're spending eight, nine hours every day doing something else, you know? So then you become your own, uh, your own person. And hopefully, you know, that will happen. So anyways, that's my experience with things that I've done. And, um, um I think it'll be the same for you, but at the same time, obviously you are only 23 years of now. So you should be definitely very patient and, uh, try a lot of things. So, um, where where do you see yourself? If I can give you a little bit of a crystal ball right now, uh, where do you see yourself ideally in the next uh, five to ten years? I know it's a long range for you, it's almost like a half a lifetime. But let's 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 say five years. Where do you see yourself in the next uh, five years?
1: I would say I would see myself almost in the same position of you, with a bit of stability, but being humble at the same time. Not 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 acting, you know, with a sense of entitlement, feeling like I'm better than others just because I have more money. I wanna I wanna remember where I came from, you know. So I do see myself in the future with having cash flow <laughs> bigger than I obviously have now. So,
0: um, and what is preventing you from getting there? What 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 do you see as the obstacle? that is preventing you from um, whatever, I mean, when you create a roadmap, just like a trip, you say, okay, I'm in Phoenix, and I want to go to San Diego, mm-hmm. and you say, okay, that's about 400 miles away, or whatever the distance is, and then we're going to go through here, through here, through here, and then six, seven hours later, I'm going to end up in San Diego, so do you have a roadmap now for your next five years, or something similar mentally, even, not, not written maybe, but mentally saying, okay, Uh, this is my plan. I'm going to do this and hopefully in the next 12 months I'll be at this level of income or whatever and then I can try this. Do you have some kind of map or something or what do you think is preventing you from getting to where you want to be in five years or what are you doing to basically make that happen? Cash flow, everything that you just mentioned.
1: I'm looking for something that makes me really passionate. I'm looking for something that allows me to wake up in the morning that allows me to motivate myself even more than today. I want to have a business that empowers me and other people.
0: If if you could choose one quote unquote gift or one magic one effect that you would love to have right now that is going to help you get to where you want to be, what would that be?
1: Honestly, I want to help others. In a way, I know. I know it kind of sounds silly, but no, if, there, if there's so a way for me to make money and help others, I would do it.
0: So, money is the the thing that is preventing you from. Obviously, everybody says, "Oh, with more money, I will be able to do this and that." But I, I, I can guarantee you that you give half of these people all this money and then blow up, blow through money, and then they still end up where they ended up. I mean, there's people, notorious people that are poor, win the lottery, blow their money, and they go bankrupt. They just don't know what to do with it. They actually misuse it. So any tool that you may receive is only as good as the person using the tool. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of the, 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 the reason behind my question. It's like, if you were to choose one thing, it's like, okay, I wish I could buy five years of experience, or I wish I could just get like a million dollars to achieve everything that I want to do, invest it this way, that way, or I wish I could get whatever i mean if you were like trying to get one thing that you think is going to shorten or give you a little shortcut or speed up your achievements what would that be not for everybody not everything is money i mean sometimes it's something different
1: i would say it would be time and money because i don't have either Mm -hmm. i don't have the time to put i I guess i'm really thinking for for the boss man right because i'm working that nine to five i'm not thinking for myself i'm dealing with other people's BS. I'm not thinking about what I, my future, I'm not really thinking about what I wanna do next.
0: Okay, Um, another question or one thing that I actually like to ask when I interview younger people like you. um, Like when I grew up, I went to college and school and everything. Um, Obviously, different time, no internet, no social media, nothing. I mean, basically, uh, it was old-fashioned relationships. You know, you you go out with your friends. You look out the window. Your friends are hanging out on the street, and you go down play soccer, whatever. Um, you call your buddies on the phone. Line is busy. You can even leave a message. Then whatever. You know. So it was much more. Uh, back then, it was normal, but compared to today's, like, if you call somebody and they don't answer, it's like, oh, shit, you know, you text, you this, you need, like, immediate reaction, immediate responses, and all that stuff, and then you have text messages on social media. You you know a lot about what everybody's doing. People are checking in here, checking out there, you know, all that stuff. Um, and the same thing for research. I mean, when I, um, when I went to college, if I wanted to study or do something, it was all books. There was nothing else. I mean, either you own the book or you go to a library and research or study with friends, whatever. But basically, there was no internet that you can do research or anything. So, in my in my eyes, things are so much easier these days than they used to be when I was growing up. You know, but at the same time, there's so much more competition because it's easier for everybody too. So it's making everybody be more. Uh, like everybody could be a rock star basically overnight if they want to, just with uh, social media influencers, you know, things like that. So, what is your? Um, uh, how how do you? Uh, how does the internet, social media, and all this interact with your life? Or uh, how how involved are you with um, social media and relationships and things like that?
1: Honestly, I'm not really into social media. I deactivated my Facebook about three years ago now. That was smart. I haven't activated it since. I, did, I mean, it's really all a bunch of complaining and, oh, look at me. So I'll go on Instagram every now and then, but it's really just to see what people are doing. And,
0: mm-hmm. But you yourself are not very active posting things or anything. You don't find it... Um I mean, it, it, it don't you find that, I mean, if social media started with a purpose to basically socialize and people get in touch with their friends and family, and now it's becoming like a total uh, lack of privacy, like everybody knows everything about everybody.
1: Yeah, and also, I feel like the people who post things, they I know it's, it kind of sounds bad, but they get off on their likes. They want to see how many likes oh, they yeah, can yeah. get. And if they don't get enough likes, they'll take it down and repost it later. Oh, Which really? Just, yeah, it's just a silly... They really only care about d- who likes them or who doesn't, and
0: right. So, so basically, um, right. I mean, that's one of the reactions that a lot of people, especially younger people, or even older people too. They they do something, they post it, they just want like the notoriety of the publicity of making, making sure, like you said, that they get enough likes. And I'm not sure about them taking it down, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe they do. I don't know. But I do know, I do know girls that are very. Um, uh, conscious about how many likes they get and how soon and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then they take selfies and pictures and then they, they post the 10th version that is perfect and all that stuff. And it's just like, it's portraying an image of perfection and everybody's life is perfect. That is just not reality, you know? So nobody posts anything about struggles or things like that. Everybody's having a beautiful life. I'm saying, oh, life is beautiful. This, I'm on vacation here, I'm hanging out with my friends. And then in reality, they their life is just like, they have struggles like everybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. But um I just don't know how how you know like social media is affecting more of the younger generations that are grown and and they basically grew up with social media already in their lives I can see the difference between before and after because when I grew up there was no internet there was no social media but I, and I can appreciate the good things that social media brings because not everything is bad but also there's a bunch of bad things and the same thing with the internet and the, the spread of knowledge and everything else you know democratization of information and everything else but but I have that kind of perspective between what was before and after. But the newer generations that they never knew what it was like to actually say, hey, Johnny, are you available tonight? Let's get together. That was it. You know, mm-hmm. you get together with your friends and you get a hold. And it was a little more personal socializing as opposed to social media through the internet where you actually don't see people. You know? yeah.
1: So I think maybe Facebook, if there was no Facebook, people would actually care about going up to someone and having right. a conversation.
0: It's like there's no there's not a person that I know that has actually five thousand friends, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah. I I count with the fingers of one <laughs> hand how many good friends I have, and I actually with my good friends that all over the world to be honest, and I don't even communicate with them that frequently. But when I need them, I know they are there, and, and the same thing with family. I have family over the place, and I talk to them, and when I talk to them, I really enjoy talking to them. I don't just text message them or whatever, you know. So, but all this competition about, oh I have 5,000 fr- 5, friends or followers or this and that it's like you don't even know 99.9% of those people <laughs> there most
1: of them are bought really Did yeah. you know that people can buy followers these days yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright so let's get into um, a very basic question that I, I like to ask people but sometimes the answer is a little more uh, elaborate what, what makes you happy these days
1: oh that's a hard one I know well, it it's a simple question,
0: happy. but the answer is like everybody chokes, like oh shoot, I don't know. I mean, seriously, I mean, uh, like, like, and I give you a little background. I, I always, because we're talking about social media and all that stuff, and everybody kind of seems to have a happy life, but then there's a lot of struggles, and you know, everybody's kind of in a bad mood and short fused and all that stuff. And you, you deal with a lot of customer service things mm-hmm. and how people overreact to very trivial situations in life, you know and they don't even know what real struggles are. And then to me, you know, it seems like people are happy when they keep adding more stuff to their lives. Like I'm gonna buy this, I'm gonna buy that, I'm gonna do this, do that, whatever, just adding more, adding more, like keeping up with the Joneses and all that stuff. Whereas what I found out is that I'm actually happier when, the, when I eliminate things that make me unhappy. You know, so it's basically achieving happiness by eliminating things that make you unhappy. So I don't need to buy new stuff. I don't need to get this stuff. I just need to get rid of things that bother me. If this person is negative or whatever, okay, fine. You know what? Get your negativity somewhere else and I don't need to hang out with you. That way I'm gonna be happy. If this other client is paying the ass or whatever, it's like, okay, you know what? Maybe we're not the best agency for you. You need to find another agency because everybody's kind of grieving here here when, when we get a call from you, you mm-hmm. know? So that m- makes me happier just because we don't have that kind of situation. So there's things that bring you like little annoyances every day, whether it's people, situations, whatever. And the more you eliminate and simplify your life from all these things, then you are just happy by elimination instead of by addition, you know? So that's my, that's what I found out in the last few years. And, um, but I'm kind of curious to see, because obviously I'm, I'm an old guy now, not that old. (laughs) I mean, older than (laughs) you, but, um, I, I would say I have more experience with life, but in your case, I think younger people always say, what makes you happy? Oh, like you went through this, a new car, which we know the story. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: don't
0: see you're going to tell the story, but I know it. You know, we'll keep that for another story for another time. But but the car didn't make you happy, which I told you. I told you.
1: You did. You did warn me. It's a material I thing. I know. I warn you. You
0: bought a new car or a very familiar car. And I said, that's not going to make you happy. You said, my mom is proud of me. I said, your mom will be proud of you with her or with her car. It's a mom. Okay?
1: Hey, it was a challenger. <laughs> <laughs> I said,
0: trust me, your mom is not proud of you because you bought the car. She's proud of you because you are her daughter.
1: <laughs> she was proud of me for, The know, fact that you could afford right, to buy a right. car. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but the car itself was not going to make you any better or different than as, as it is right now, that car is not even with you anymore for <laughs> oh, different gotcha. reasons that we have, beyond the scope of this podcast. But uh, anyway, so that's that's my point. Uh, what makes you happy uh, these days? I mean, what, little situations. What what is it that
1: I would say? It, having every day, having another day to wake up to. Because I mean, just on the way to work, I I saw a biker on the ground, and he they were doing CPR on him. He must have had a heart attack or something and i was just thinking you've got to be thankful for every day you know because you don't know when your last is going to be you don't know what your last word to someone's going to be so you've got to make it as every day as your last so
0: okay that's that's good that's good um what uh, by the same token when you when you run into social situations or you meet other people what kind of personality traits bother you like you say oh this guy's or this girl or whatever is "Ah," whatever what 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 kind of attitudes or whatever bother you that you try to avoid those
1: um i would say when they feel that they're better than others Mm -hmm. when they when when people feel like they should be put first in a situation and really it's not we're all equal so
0: okay All right. No, I mean, that's, it's almost the same as asking you what kind of uh, personality attracts you from other people. Like, like it'll be kind of the opposite question, but it's saying, okay, when you run into, you know, you meet people or whatever, you say, okay, this person, you know, I know you like him because they're open, they're natural, they're authentic, they're whatever, you know, like what kind of uh, personalities you prefer to hang out with?
1: I prefer the more mature type. I don't like someone who's... some Someone can be older but be immature.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I've come across that a lot where I've run into someone who is an adult, say in their 40s, but really immature. I don't like people who talk bad about others behind their back as you know, because I was bullied. That's kind of something that people mm-hmm. do, bullies do. So I don't like a bully. I don't like someone who's just disrespectful. It's someone who's loud to another person in public, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if some, like two people were fighting in public about something, yeah, it should be personal at home, probably keep it at home. Or I just, I don't really like disrespect really.
0: So speaking of personalities, if you were to um, make yourself better, what kind of um, thing would you change about yourself? Like what what is it that you do or not do that sometimes you say, hmm, I wish I was more X, Y, Z sometimes or what would you like to improve on as far as your own uh, personality, human being wise?
1: I would say probably being less aggressive or less negative. I'm a little, I, I mean, I could come off as an aggressive person <clears throat> sometimes when I the first meet you. So.
0: so, is that something that, um, you know, do you have any regrets sometimes? Like, there's a situation where you kind of, uh, after the fact, you, in retrospect, you say, I wish I had done less this, more that. Is that what happens?
1: No, just a little less aggressive about it. I mean, I'm always an honest person, so whatever I have to say, whenever I say it's always going to be the truth, no matter what. So I don't have any regret in that aspect. I just wish I might have maybe went about it in a different way. Mm -hmm.
0: Are you the kind of person that is trustworthy, that you trust people right away unless they give you a reason not to, or the opposite, that you don't trust people until a long time and then you start getting a little more, uh, trusting them a little more?
1: I would probably say I'm a little bit closed off at first. And then once you get to know me, of course, I'll be more open to you. I'll, I'll trust you. But yeah. It takes a little bit more. It takes little a little bit, bit to uh, uh, warm up to people. Yeah.
0: Is there a difference between, um, it's just people in general or you feel more comfortable like uh, when you see a woman or a girl in the beginning, you trust them a little more than a guy or no. any, it doesn't matter?
1: No, just personality really. Okay. How you approach Okay. How you approach each other, I guess you'd say. like, uh, If if they're, the vibes are there right away, if, mm-hmm. if you click right away, then you'll know that the conversation is going to be there.
0: Okay. Um, do you read books?
1: Mm, when, I tr- when I can. Not do you, really. Do you like
0: reading? At all, articles.
1: Or? I'm more of an article reader. Articles. More of, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, do you read a lot of business articles or what kind of uh, reading do you like to do?
1: I like to catch Biographies, mom. anything? There are a lot of politics that I've been into yeah. lately just because it's kind of, you know, out there in the open. I, Yeah, I've kind of just been immersing myself in that. Okay.
0: I'm not going to ask you about politics because that's, that's just
1: yeah, uh, that's a, not a, 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 a good topic, topic that I, I personally, <laughs> I have
0: my own opinions and to me, politics is kind of a, a dead subject because nobody agrees on anything and, and you're not going to convince anybody about anything else. So anyways... Uh, but it 's always interesting and entertaining to see political debates on shows and everything else and that 's why they got so much uh ratings especially we have a president now that tweets everything so Twitter <laughs> must be very happy with uh, with his account um all right so um I think um this pretty much um finishes this uh this podcast how do you uh, how do you feel about it
1: I feel good I mean there might be a few things that I might still need to get out there but It can hold back for now.
0: So um, if I were to ask you about your next um, business venture or what is it that you, I know you obviously want to start your own, be your own boss and at some point maybe start your own business. What kind of uh, business are you looking into or businesses? I mean, are you um, looking at different options? Do you have anything that you can share or you're not still decided?
1: I think I'll give you a sneak peek on the next podcast okay <laughs>
0: all right um, anything else you'd like to add any any comments questions where can people find you your fans
1: oh no I'm, I'm okay I'm okay with that yeah you, <laughs> you, you can find me on Facebook <laughs> yeah <laughs> good luck with that <laughs>
0: Instagram anything um, she'll find you don't worry if, if you're interesting enough she she will find you so don't ask for uh, Kayla because she uh This is uh, elusive, but very interesting. Hey, Kayla, thank you very much. I really appreciate your uh, spending time with me. Today is actually Sunday for everybody that is listening to the podcast whenever they are listening to. It's Sunday morning. Uh, We started at 11. I don't know what time it is now. It's almost noon now. But um, she actually made the time on a weekend because of her busy schedule to uh, record with me. And I'm open anytime. So I really appreciate it.
1: Appreciate you, Manuel. Thanks Thank you. for
0: uh, thanks for uh, doing this with me, and then we'll probably catch up again. Maybe in I don't know six months, we'll <laughs> see where we are. Oh no, <laughs>
1: maybe next week.
0: <laughs> Tell me about part two. Oh, there's always a part two. We always do it. We always kind of uh, see see what's happening in the last six months or something. So, all right. Well, thanks everybody, and uh, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk soon.